Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Becky. This is Girl on Girl. Hola, Becky. Hello. Again. A language, this lockdown. Uh, no. <laughs> that was on my list as well. That was one of the things I meant to do. Literally, uh, because Rupert has started learning Italian I, and having a re- weekly lesson, I was like, that is one thing that I'll look back on this period going, why didn't I learn a, less, a language? Do you know what I have started learning? <laughs> I've started learning to play the guitar. Have you? That's I've good. Al- always wanted to do it and um, just never, ever got around to it. The kids were having lessons. And then I just decided, I've got, you know, two guitars sitting in the house and thought, I'm just going to do it. But it really hurts your fingers, doesn't it? Yeah, and your nails. Yeah, nails are struggling. And they're short at the moment, anyway. Yeah. I remember, because I learned guitar when I was young, and then I went back and I bought myself an electric guitar when I was doing more music stuff, and I started having lessons then, and the guitarist teacher looked at me and was like, yeah, well, the first thing you need to do is go to those. I was like, oh, growing my nails. He was like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm having my guitar lessons and my singing lessons. Oh, yeah, that's good. And, um, all I've got to do now is learn the language and write a book. Oh, easy. You've got lockdown nails. I think I'll be all right once I... But I, I was just saying to you before we started recording that um, I've become quite attached to nature during lockdown, I've got a really lovely back garden. And um, I know about your garden. But... <laughs> I knew you were going to make some comment, but <laughs> it's full of wildlife. I bet it is. We should have been pruning it. <laughs> very tidy. Yeah. Um, but there's uh, the kids put up a bird box, um, and almost straight away, the birds started building a nest in it. Ooh. Little blue tits. You need to put a little video camera in there. Wow, I'm not that advanced. But they um, had babies, and we could hear the babies calling all the time, and you could see the mum and the dad going back and forth with food. Literally, they must have been exhausted. And yesterday, for some unknown reason, the mother has just disappeared. Oh, no. Yeah, and it's been really sad. Nature is so cruel because I, all I could hear yesterday was them calling this most awful, oh. like calling noise, desperate for their mummy and daddy to come back and feed them. And I sat and I watched for ages, and there was just nothing happening. Oh no! <sighs> I know. So today I thought, what do I do? And I googled it, and um, basically, oh now the proud mother of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Google says nature is just a very cruel thing and you've just got to let it run its course and you shouldn't interfere with the process Jeez. Um, yeah. but I, I dropped some food sort of around the doorway of the nest you couldn't help yourself I couldn't I can't I mean I'm like I'm a mother I could hear the screams of these starving babies I felt like I had to do something you're not going to feed them to Jeffrey then it's all quiet in there now Oh, because whatever you gave them poisoned them. <laughs> yeah, it's all my fault. Michael, not the, the fact that their mother abandoned them. It's my fault. Maybe she's there. giving them some tough love. Come on, kids. I did think maybe she needs them to leave the nest now. Maybe they're big enough and she that's what they do. But I don't think that's happened. Okay. I think that maybe the dad 
buggered off and she was going to do it all on her own and she just said I can't do this anymore <laughs> stopped sounds likely <laughs> yeah nature's tough we should oh I'm not going to say anything about it. if I just stop feeding my children <laughs> get a <the> message <laughs> Oh, well, our dog, or my mum's dog, Rio, the best dog ever, he has keeps eating birds at the moment. Oh, no, no he doesn't eat them. That's what's worse. He just brings, he's like a cat. He just brings them to mum as a gift. So, he's kind of not the best dog ever. <laughs> I mean, he still is. <laughs> well, Jeffrey's listening, so he may oh, not Jeffrey. Yeah, he's been very good, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so this one that's one thing I could have done without during lockdown, is this tragic story. Just when I'm feeling a bit of a low ebb, like I can't <laughs> be locked down anymore. Uh, it's nice that there is time for you to notice the babies yeah. and stuff in the first place. What do I do, though? Do you, think I need to, do you think I need to empty the nest of the dead babies? If anyone knows, tell me what to do, please, because I have yeah, no you're, idea. You're definitely asking the wrong person. I mean, I love birds. I love looking at them, but I most definitely wouldn't have a clue what to do right now. Me either. I mean, know nothing. Anyway, sad times. Um, what else has been getting you through lockdown, Lan? What else, apart from mine? I didn't send you my book, sorry. I got it. So, yeah, there's a book that Alex has read that I was really wanting to borrow, but she lent it to someone else, <laughs> um, and it's been sold out everywhere, and it's called The um, Hypnotist Love Story, but I actually found it. Really? Yeah, and I, I finished it yesterday. It, only, it took me literally two or three days yeah. to read. It's a really good one, isn't it? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. I felt it went on a bit too long. Yeah, I agree. Once I thought the beginning was great, and then and then when it, it did still end up getting a little bit silly towards the end. It's about um, a stalker. Have you ever had a stalker? No, not really. Have you ever stalked anyone? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm most definitely not like that. <laughs> no. But I can, you can sort of end up relating to her, which is, I guess, why it's so well written, isn't it? Yeah, they they talk, don't they, about the uh, the madness you can experience when you have that real infatuation with somebody and you're, you know, madly in love with them, mm. um, and they dump you. It, yeah, it That's, I found that the best bit. You know, when they say that, you know, when someone's been dumped, they're meant to. Just get on with it, and they're stupid for spending time wallowing over it. You know, once you've had two weeks, then you're expected to just pick yourself up and get on with it. And yet, you're allowed to have like a year of grieving from this person. But why? They don't know. It's like flicking the switch. It's that they're saying um, the relationship ended that day, so you must then stop loving that person immediately. Flick the switch and don't love them anymore. that's not how it works. No. So it's really well written. That is Leanne Moriarty, isn't it? The woman who wrote uh, Big, Big, Big Little Lies, which I haven't read, actually, but should do, because it's that Netflix series. Yeah, I, I haven't read it either. Um, her other one, The Nine Perfect Strangers, is brilliant. 
I haven't read any of her books other than this new one. She is so good. And there's another one that I've read of hers, and I can't remember, so that's a rubbish story. I'm currently reading one called Queenie, which is good. <clears throat> uh, did you get the um, Crawdads? No, it wasn't. Again, that was sold out. What's that called? I, is it just called? The Crawdads Sing or something? Yeah, I looked for that last weekend, but it wasn't there. Oh, poor dads. I'm just trying to see what it's called. I'm loving getting into reading so getting back into reading so much. When I was younger, I I for at one point when we were, when I was at theatre school, um, so for the two years they encouraged us to write down every book and uh, that we were reading. And over those two years I read just over like I know it was over a hundred books. I can't remember what the final result was, but I just read and read and read and read and absorbed. I love that immersion of information. It's great. I love reading. And, but the, the problem I have is I'm a really, really fast reader. Yeah. And, and so I've just, um, yeah, it gets quite frustrating because once I start, I can't put a book down, which is a great thing. It's lovely to, like you say, get completely absorbed in a story. But... If I, I'll read a book in like a day or two days, yeah. and then I'll get another one. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah, um, I love that book. Oh, that's my sky. <laughs> right, that's cue for me to go and do some work. Um, hang on, let me answer that. We're back from a two-week break. We had a vacay. <laughs> we had a mid episode vacay <laughs> that was quite random in our last recording basically the um we were interrupted by french people weren't we <laughs> yeah um i had an incoming french skype happened at exactly the same time <laughs> so you know but as is our way it doesn't stop us we no. can still keep talking. We can go back to a conversation we've had two weeks ago just seamlessly. Well, it's the same conversation because we're in lockdown. <laughs> Groundhog we're day. Of, kind of nearly out. We're kind of nearly out of lockdown. I wonder. But anyway, we were talking about books that we were reading. Yes, so we spoke about Hypnotist Love Story love and story. the Crawdads. Crawdads song, I think it's called, isn't it? Crawdad sing or song, yeah. Things. So anyway, that that was a great book. And then I was thinking about um, the book Normal People, which I don't think you've read. I've read it. Yeah, I've read it. Yeah, yeah. You haven't watched the TV series. I've watched one episode yesterday, actually. Oh, I mean, that's amazing that you were able to stop after one episode. I I had to watch the entire series in one go, <laughs> and I don't even know why. And the book, I read the book in like a day. Yeah, me too. And I don't understand what the attraction is about this. Why do we love normal people? Well, actually, I didn't massively. Um, I I, I I did really like the book. I did prefer The Hypnotist's Love Story, actually. And the episode yesterday I liked and I thought it was brilliantly acted and all that sort of stuff but I did get to the end of the episode and was like okay well that's one to watch when when I'm 
when I'm yeah when I've got some time but not one that I needed to binge interesting because I know everyone everyone loves it and everyone has binged it haven't they yeah and I don't even what are the characters names again um yeah Daisy I know that's the actress's name but what I found really interesting about it was that um the the TV series was exactly what I imagined yeah when I was reading the book yeah they've done it very very well I have to say there's a I was just I'm looking distracted because there's an Instagram hashtag that I came across completely by accident um, and it's hashtag Connell's chain Connell that was the main character's name and there's it's basically women of my age I guess curving over <laughs> this guy's weird like necklace that he wears throughout the series oh really really weird well that's random yeah, um, but anyway, it's been quite a hit with the ladies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think because he's well, because they're normal. They're not really, are they? She's really hot. She... Most normal girls do not look like her, and she's got real punch as well to her. Yeah, um, but yeah, their situation, and actually, even their situation is not normal, is it? She was. I won't spoil it for anyone. I don't know what it is, but we all loved it. Yeah, I need to watch more. I will watch more. I'm sort of saving things for when I'm home alone. Yeah, it all gets a bit dark, doesn't it? Yes, that's right. But I think it's not normal, but yeah, there we go. So that was another binge-worthy one. That's good. Did you do Gangs of London? Say again? Have you watched Gangs of London? No. Because everyone, like, is obsessed with that, and that... I thought it was watchable, but the acting was shite. Oh. And yet everyone... Did you watch Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Because Joe Cole is in Peaky Blinders, and he's really good in Peaky Blinders. Really good. Um, And Cillian Murphy is a brilliant chief gangster. Fancy him so much. Well, that's the thing no one did before. Peaky Blinders yeah, and he and was I, and cool. I don't think anyone has since. I, fan- I don't fancy him. I fancy, what's his name? The character he plays. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Joe Cole left Peaky Blinders because he felt like he was never going to be able to get up to the top. So he is the top man in Gangs of London and he is nothing like Cillian Murphy. He has oh. not done it at all. He's just... a He's like the wettest gangster you've ever seen, ever. <laughs> He's got a really annoying accent. So, yeah. I don't actually watch much telly. No, I, I, I wouldn't. And, yeah, so Rupert and I would just binge, binge series yeah. stuff. I just don't do it. And, but, I mean, my friends are all so horrified that I haven't got Netflix, so they're always encouraging me to sort of log on to their accounts just so that I can share like the stuff they're talking about but I just I've always got something else that I could be doing totally I mean when I was yeah when I was living on my own I didn't even have a TV or a computer so I could totally relate to that we just but I love reading books but I read really fast yeah 
I've just started a new one, um, Little Fires Everywhere. Okay. I think that's being made into a TV series as well. Ah. Mm. Um, I can't remember what I read after Hypnotist, but I read something after that really quickly. And now I've got a choice between Big Little Lies, the other Leanne Moriarty book that's been made into that hit series, or a book that I can't remember the name of, but it was Fern Britain's best, or the Sunday Times bestseller and Fern Britain's favourite book and blah, 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 and that is a crime. I think you should start with Big Little Lies just because I want to know. (laughs) It's really good. It should be good. Yeah. Leah is a brilliant author. Although I felt like the hypnotist love story sort of went on a bit too long. I think I said that in our before yeah. our little holiday. Did you used to? Did you read um, Jodie Pickle? Yeah, I have. Well, I can't remember what I've read of hers because her books are fantastic and I did loads of hers once I found an author then I just do all of them for a while like mm. um Sophie Kinsella oh yeah all her really ones read, aren't they? they're so funny and yeah real yeah. easy chick lit stuff yeah it's great isn't it when you get a good book and can't put it down yeah and you sort of so absorbed in that life of the story that you're reading yep and there's a new Eckhart Tolle book as well. It is there. Yeah. I um, wish I'd known that. Yeah, I always did it today, so when I um when I finish that I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, by the way, podcast listeners, it was Alex's birthday on Monday. Happy birthday. Oh yes, thanks. What was your lockdown birthday like? What did it involve? Oh, you were working. I worked. Yeah, we started filming at eight, and but we finished earlier than I thought we were going to finish, which is was amazing. But um, yes, so my lounge was converted into a fully fledged green screen studio, Um, and because you have to black everything out and close all the windows, it was thirty four was the highest it got to. Um, Wow! And we had the fan on. Tiny face. Yeah, like constant face blotting malarkey um and that was it and then because I was doing the same thing on Tuesday I didn't even celebrate on Monday night but we did eat the most amazing steak uh it's like living in a restaurant here so the food is outstanding so we had yeah yummy dinner oh good so that was did you get good presents uh well from his lordship he had already bought me a camera for my classes and videos and stuff so that was lovely um mum got me my nail machine um I haven't got my present yet it's, it's on its way oh yeah I mean like I love the fact that lockdown has meant that presents are arriving in dribs and drabs because yesterday my friend Janine had bought me an amazing chocolate cake I think it must be like a chocolate biscuit cake or something okay so that's in the fridge Slightly worried now. You're going to be disappointed. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, I have high expectations. <laughs> then just lower them slightly, <laughs> and we'll be, all be fine. <laughs> it's a nice present. I'd like it anyway. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so books, books and telly, kept us busy in lockdown, playing the guitar, learning to sing. Have you eaten so, lots? Have I eaten lots? Yeah. Not that you don't look like you have. You look like you've lost weight, I mean. No, I, I definitely have been eating more. Than, but it's, what's interesting is, like, before lockdown, I would um, I'd have two meals a day. I'd have breakfast and I'd have dinner, and I used to skip lunch every day. And I don't even know why. I think it was because the kids were usually at school, and if I'm on my own, I don't really think to do it. And I've... Since we've been in lockdown, I have been eating three meals a day. So I've been eating more. Because the days are longer, aren't they? Yeah, the days are longer. Evenings are turning into a bit of an event now. Yeah. The weather's so nice, sitting in the garden, having a glass of wine, then the nibbles come out, yeah. like a party. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely been a lot more consumed. Yeah. But I, the, the good thing is, is um, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Totally, and you look amazing, so. Thanks. I mean, you haven't seen me naked. No, I haven't. Not before or after <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's, it's all, we, we just have to not worry about these things, I think. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm cooking a lot more, and I think a lot of people have, have been doing that, actually, haven't they? I you haven't. Not once, scratch. but yeah. Yeah, it made, it made some really nice, meals for the kids and we just you know it, I hate to say it but it's actually been quite a nice experience yeah and you've been homeschooling and stuff as well so that's good to hear from a mother I don't think my experience is normal though I mean I've been really lucky and I've said this on the podcast before but you know luckily my girls are really motivated to do their schoolwork. yeah so I, I have very little input. That's so good. Kind of, they just kind of do it. And How do they feel it, about going back to school? They can't wait to go back. And actually, the little one, she said today, I haven't seen my friends for over three months. Is it three months? Yeah. It, yeah, it'd be nearly it's three definitely months. definitely 11 weeks. And I thought, she's right. You know, I actually speak to my friends on Zoom quite regularly um I text them I've met up for a couple of social distance walks you know with friends Mm. um and I thought actually she hasn't done any of that she literally hasn't seen any of her friends that's amazing that's really tough for it and they change so much at her age as well yeah, so she said, you know, I just if, if I have to go back to school and there's still social distancing, I'm just not doing it. She said, I just won't be able to cope. I need to hug everyone. I'm going to cry. Oh, very sweet. Um, but I kind of forgot really that how much it must be affecting them. And no sooner do they go back, it'll be some holidays soon. They won't. Uh, my my two aren't in a year group that will be going back before September. I would. Oh thought. wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're in it for the long haul. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, for them, it's it's been confusing enough for our age, but for them, it it's just what a world. I know, and I think a lot of my older one, I think a lot of like teens are really acting out and struggling, and that's that's been the hardest bit. 
Well, I do remember, like we were saying before, that for their age, they rely on other people's opinions of them to be able to form their own opinion of themselves. Mm. And they're really lacking in that at the moment. Like, we're pretty sure about ourselves, but they're not at all. No, you're absolutely right. That's This is the t- classic sort of age where they are, they, they need their friends. They, you know, how when you're a teenager, you spend hours on the phone to your friends talking about stuff that you've done all day. And there is definitely an element of that she, she needs it really bad. And you know your hierarchy as well. You know, even if it's low, you know where you stand in the world and yeah. you can deal with that. Whereas they have no concept. And I, I think if I had been away from my lot at that age, uh, your older daughter is 12, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is such a grotty year. When you're at, you've started senior school. I mean, she's missed pretty much her first year. At yeah. And so then she's going to get into year eight, which is just awful year like and and I remember finishing year seven and having a best friend at the end of year seven and turning up in year eight she didn't speak to me at all yeah that's what they do especially girls it's like they make a best friend and then they'll say oh actually no I don't want to be your best friend anymore yeah yeah it's like breaking up with someone it's absolutely this has happened to my daughter and it's so devastating. And, it's and you've got no concept of why or what you did or any of those things. And you know that then they're talking about you. So all those sorts of insecurities must be playing on their minds. And you can't work on making a new best friend because they're, no. yeah, they're at home. Mm. And literally now my older one, she just spends most of her days just lying down watching Netflix in her room, the door closed. And... We try and engage with her as much as we can, but she just does not want to know. And I think, you know, it's probably normal. I think a lot of kids are doing it, but it's really sad. It's not what's supposed to be happening right now. She's always been very busy with social life and it was really starting to take off and everything stopped. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah we, all of us can't wait for school to go back. It will be really interesting to know how, what the mental effects are after lockdown. Like, we've kind of all established what lockdown has done to us all. And mm. we've d- adapted to that. And we've a lot of people are enjoying it. And, you know, people that aren't, um, because they're so busy, it might be stressful, but they have a role. You know, maybe they're now teacher as well as mother and stuff like that. But they have jobs. Um, and... I think it's going to really confuse people when that's that's taken away. Yeah. And this it's really it makes you see how much we kind of need structure in our days. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed that when that structure is taken away you're desperately trying to build a new one and um it's it's slid for a bit after a few weeks and everyone's staying in bed. Yeah. Not getting up, staying in jammies all day. And there was just nothing, it all fell apart. And now we've kind of introduced it back in again. But I thought, isn't it funny? We're so programmed that we have to have that structure. We have to have that routine in our lives to feel secure and safe. Um, Yeah. Even this, even this has become our little routine. Yeah. Even though we've switched. (laughs) 
<laughs> over the past couple of weeks. But yeah, this has been our thing. We've even, you know, same time, same day. Yeah. It's a bit of control, isn't it? Mm. And then a really uncontrollable time. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're desire, we're goal-driven I think humans are goal-driven, even if it's not like big, ambitious or money-making or any of those things. I think we just have to have tasks that we tick off mm. in each day. Yeah. If I, I like sit around all day, I just get so... By the end of the day, I feel... It can make me quite low if I'm not careful, if I just do nothing, which well, I've is... I've been exactly the same, and I don't sleep because I've not done anything yeah for my brain to process yeah I'm waking up really really early so I'm still taking my sleeping tablet but no matter what I'm still every morning now I'm waking up at like six o'clock and the day then seems so long yeah and it is I, I know things are starting to change and life is starting to come back a little bit and you know in a couple of months' time, I'm going to be working. Kids maybe will be going back to school, and it'll be interesting to see, yeah, how we we've changed and how we adapt. Yeah, I wonder. Mm. What's uh, and I because you're usually away a lot of the year, aren't you? And you've not really been. No, so I've, I've got yeah. a couple more filming dates that got thrown at me earlier. Um. One's next week. I think they're being done over Zoom. And then um, we've got a provisional calendar from September. Okay. So, yeah, maybe things will. Maybe. And knowing life, it'll all just slip back into normal. It'll be like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. But we must not let that happen. We must try and keep hold of the good things that come. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, art's going to stay there lounging around in between doing stuff is going to stay there yeah I'm going to keep on with my singing lessons yeah that's so that this week not singing lesson but that's what I want to start this week is a new learn a, some, something. a learn something so I'm meant to start my counselling course in September yes which I assume will be online no well maybe not actually in September but who knows um, but I feel like I want to learn something now. Okay. So what are we going to have you learn? What's, what's, we're tasking you. Um, a language is the obvious choice. It is, yeah. Maybe. Maybe something really random like Japanese. Oh, yeah, it's quite complicated, isn't it? Very. But it's got to be one that you might actually find useful. That's the trouble. That's why I only ever really learnt Italian and French and stuff. Yeah, needs to be useful. But I just don't know if this is the right thing. I think you should be doing something now, something a bit more artistic. Yeah, I, that's what I feel like. Yeah, is there an instrument you need to learn? Uh, actually, the guitar would be good to pick that up again. Nails though, isn't I it? know, blooming nails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, it ruins your nails. <sighs> Maybe not the guitar. Maybe get a ukulele. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. 
My uh, brother-in-law has been playing ukulele. He's taught himself on YouTube and driving my sister completely nuts during lockdown. That's the job. They yeah. sound so bad at uh, instruments like that. If you can't, when you can't oh, play them, no, I think it's. I think it sounds really sweet. <laughs> um, but that's a that's a really easy thing to learn. Maybe you should do that. Start with the ukulele and just have a bit of fun. Yeah. And then graduate up to like a double bass or something. <laughs> in a couple of months time it requires buying the instruments though that's that's the downside okay, that's I mean. you don't want the massive outlay do you no <laughs> pick up a ukulele for 20 quid on like Amazon <laughs> I'm sure anyone could uh, send us some suggestions yeah or send me a ukulele or send you a ukulele yeah <laughs> Right. Good. Well, thanks again, as always. Random chat. Yeah. And um, hopefully, by the time we record another podcast, life will be looking a little bit more. Yeah, well, we should know a little bit more. Face to face. Yeah. So, today I'm uh, in. So, I know that we were going to touch on the trauma trauma stuff again. For one of our episodes coming up. Yeah. And today, in Take a Break, (laughs) of all magazines... Oops. Stabbed in the head (gasps) as I sunbathed. Is that you? Yeah. (laughs) You're in Take a Break? Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. You've, like, arrived, man. I know. I know. Stabbed in the head as I sunbathed. (laughs) <laughs> stabbed in the head everyone needs to go out and buy take a break yeah I love puzzles I always want to win oh yeah okay. yeah I'll pick that up and read it has it got gory photos yeah probably I haven't read it I haven't seen it excellent I, I might write to them and say oh I want to donate my story as well yeah I think you should oh, honestly take a break love it they'd love yours because yours is more gory <laughs> Yeah, I've got better pictures. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, so they pay well. And he, yeah, as long as I get like 500 quid or something, they can have my story. Yeah, see, I went through an agent, so I actually didn't get a penny. But I think if you go to them direct, they'll pay a couple of hundred. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm ready for take a break. <laughs> I want to keep this story just on the podcast for now. Um, but uh, our next episode is um, the last one in the current series. Yes. We would have completed series three. The random series that started with a, an aim and ended with a rambling chat. It's, yes, it's been a long haul, this series, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, really unexpected. But I think uh, series four, we'll probably start with trauma. Yeah. Again, um, and have a bit of, see where it leads. Yeah. I'm sure next Next episode, last one of series three, we'll find something fun to do. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I wouldn't want to listen to this. It's so, so dull. But it's a couple of old grannies. It's not us. Talking about book club. <laughs> this is what it's This is what it's reduced us to, coronavirus. We're doing it. Look at us. We shouldn't be sitting here talking about like our favourite books. No, it's true. And how you're going to take up <laughs> the trombone or whatever it is. 
Oh, this is the best bit. We'll keep this bit in. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, feeling a little bit delirious. <laughs> yeah, we need to really have a word with ourselves. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks, love. Thank you.